0: Hi, and welcome to The Thriving Entrepreneur's 15 Minutes. She is Rochelle Learling, founder coach.
1: He is David Foster, entrepreneur coach. Is that (laughs) a joke?
0: (laughs) That was my first attempt at a very poor joke. It's been a long week. Uh, Today we want to ask how can, and maybe why founders should recognize limitations, their own limitations in business. Hmm. Again, a massive topic i'll say it before you do rochelle but you start us off
1: okay well you said it um we can look at limitations from different angles first of all Mm -hmm. um we can look at your personal sources resources in terms of energy and and Mm -hmm. time uh but we can also look at your knowledge and your expertise and Mm -hmm. as you said in the description of this this event In the beginning, we are everything to the company. We are literally Mm. everything, and that Mm. is why it it gains success to next phase. But what point in time do we have to step back and acknowledge that other people might be better in this role, or it might be smarter to to hire somebody else to to advise us on certain things? And I think we're going to be talking about that interplay. So um, I think it is a balance. It's really a balancing act. How about you? Yeah,
0: yeah, I I completely agree, and I think that. I think that one way to look at it is being very clear about what your job description is in your own company. And mm-hmm. even when you first start to hire people, you should have a list of what the clear definition is of what you do and what you don't do. Mm-hmm. That's really what a job description is in its, in its simplest form. And asking that question can bring you a lot of clarity.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, not only comes like literally knowing what to do, what not to do, mm-hmm. but first starting off knowing that we, we would like to do everything ourselves because it's an ego thing, because we think yeah. we are smarter at it, faster at it. Um, I'm, I'm including myself here. We think we are doing this at a better job than other people could potentially do because it's our company. We know best what's needed, but there is a point in time where you cannot duplicate yourself in terms of energy and time, but also in terms of knowledge. Um, So yeah, I think that when it comes to your limitations, you should also look into reflection and self-inquiry and making sure that you know when it's time to to kind of give in.
0: Yeah, and maybe you could reframe that as not giving in, although it might feel like giving in to your ego, Mm -hmm. because what we're really talking about is confidence, right? Like what am I confident to do and what am I confident to what am I not confident about doing? Mm -hmm. And if you're going to run a business, if you're going to hire people who are going to do things that you are not going to do, you have to be confident in that. You have to be confident in the line between this is my job and this is not my job. Mm -hmm. And the other part of running a business that if you become the leader of a business, you're necessarily going to become the person in the room who might be the worst at whatever yeah. you're talking about yeah. you you better hire somebody who's really good at logistics and better than you better at product development better at i.t the ultimate decisions come down to the person usually who runs the business who founded it who owns it but that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to do that and that takes a certain amount of confidence to know where your limitations are and be able to deal with them
1: mm mm-hmm. yeah i agree when it comes to confidence, it also comes to knowing um, when you're not at your best. Yeah. and Having that confidence goes two ways. It's knowing that you can excel in a certain area, but it also goes with being okay with knowing that this is a weak spot of yours mm-hmm. or a weak spot of your business, mm-hmm. and that acknowledgment indeed is where we where you come in with this question. Um, then again, I'm also wondering, how do you make that decision? When do you know? this is that limit, right? It starts with self-inquiry, as we said, but then how do you turn it into decisions? When is that moment? What do you base that on?
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair question. I think that's a fair question to ask all the time because as your company grows and changes, what you are best suited to do grows and changes. Mm -hmm. And I think to ask the question is to try to, try to separate yourself from the ego and look at the facts. Mm -hmm. Is this working out or is it something that I'm just emotionally attached to? <clears throat> they're, not, they're not easy questions, right? They're not easy questions to, to deal with when you have confidence. But you know, one question to ask is like, is there a good reason that I'm doing this? Mm-hmm. Or is there a better reason to do something else or to give this to somebody and really oversee it and manage it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also wonder if we look at reflection Um, when we look at the problems in business or the challenges that we are facing, um, Mm -hmm. it not only comes down to hiring the right people, but even seeing the pattern of what am I not letting go of? What am I still holding on to tightly of? It can be that we still hire somebody, right? Mm -hmm. But we can still Mm -hmm. be controlling in that Mm -hmm. position. And um, what does it cost us to stay in that position and be involved Mm -hmm. versus what is it costing? the other who is supposed to be taking over to not have that full leadership and that full ownership because we're that scared of losing control
0: right right see that i i'm really glad you mentioned the control piece because Mm -hmm. if you know let let's say that your company does product development for a certain thing Mm -hmm. and you know you started the company you have a good idea of what's going on you came up with a with a good product but then people who are better at it are doing some of that work? Mm -hmm. Well, do you still control it? Mm -hmm. Do you actually need to do the work to control it? Do you need to see every single step of the way? Those are really good questions to ask. And you're right to mention the ego because the ego wants control. The ego wants to stay. It wants to stay alive and in the process. But you might be, you're probably going to be much better off if you let some of that go out of the control of the ego and really concentrate on what the facts are of the situation.
1: Yeah.
0: When you, you know, another thing is when you, when you don't feel confident, like maybe you don't feel confident because of your family of origin or your gender, or your ethnicity, or because you have red hair, you know, can you still act when you don't feel confident? Can you still make a decision? Mm-hmm. How, and the other question is how realistic Is my lack of confidence? Mm -hmm. And those are two really, really critical questions. Because, you know, at first we talked about, well, you know, my limitation in, you know, IT is this, and I'm going to let other Mm -hmm. people do it. Mm -hmm. But then when you end up in a meeting, in a boardroom, talking to an investor, doing whatever, you might feel like, you might feel a little imposter syndrome, like, ah, this isn't good enough for me, right? Right. Or I'm not good enough for this. But can you still act? And how realistic is your feeling that, you know, I, I need to have confidence to be able to do this?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so agree. And it comes also with conveying that, hey, I'm not even sure what I'm saying here. This is mm-hmm. not my field of, of interest or my field of expertise. Um, that weakness should also be shown in certain areas, because if we don't, then it looks like we're like playing hardball, Mm -hmm. but in the back end, things are really messing up. And I think we know, we can innately feel when that point has been reached where we know we shouldn't be in this field when it's Mm -hmm. not, you know, our our thing to mention, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, but we also have to stay strong to the outside world and and Mm -hmm. especially to investors, as you say, Um, I think rather sooner than later, we -hmm. need to tap into external sources. Um, yes. But also be very fair to whoever is working with us like, hey, uh, I started this business with the idea, with the vision, with the first, you know, first sprints, but my role needs to change. And, and acknowledging that you need to change that role in a mm-hmm. completely different way of like almost being the magician of your, your sources and your resources. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a challenge. And indeed, you have to trust that you're able to make that change right. and um, have the right evaluation almost of right. of the limits
0: there. Right, right. I'm watching time fly by. We mm-hmm. have five minutes left. Right. For whatever reason, we're not seeing any comments from anybody. Hopefully Typical. that's not another technical glitch, but maybe it is. For
1: sure it you is. Know,
0: <clears throat> but to pick up what you were saying, mm-hmm. yes, you need to change the way you look at what you do as your company grows. And that is based on your limitations and who has the advantage in terms of performing the task for those things that you still need to do. You can't predicate taking action or making a decision on having a certain amount of confidence all the time. Mm -hmm. So if you have the big meeting, the big customer, the big opportunity, whatever it is, and you you feel like, well, I need to feel better
1: mm-hmm. to, in
0: order to do this. That's a recipe for disaster because you're always going to be able to find out. You're always going to be able to find reasons why not to feel good about what you're doing, who you are, the opportunity at hand. And making the decision to approach it in a positive way actually changes the outcome.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah because that that's going to show the way Mm -hmm. you think of this situation, the way you think of your own capabilities here is -hmm. going to show no matter what. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's just natural for founders and entrepreneurs to get to this stage where they have to change and they have to show what really their limits are, but we have to be tough and, and, and be courageous enough to, to really let that be acknowledged. Um, and I think what I also really want to to say, as a last point, or rather ask you, you said there is there would be like a perfect structure for understanding mm-hmm. what your limits are. Do you agree that people should have like almost like a list of their their skills and the phase that they're in that should be you know matched? Do you think that there should be um almost like a a document that you base your decisions on in this kind of situation?
0: Yeah, I'm not when you say base your decisions, you mean base your decisions about what?
1: about choosing whether or not you take this on for instance
0: oh yes that i have actually had people do with great success Mm -hmm. so you've got somebody they have a dozen people who work for them Mm -hmm. the company's growing there's a lot of strong performers there are a lot of people who are in the call it the startup mindset and in that mindset people are used to doing just a lot of things wearing a lot of hats so to speak but for the founder or entrepreneur, for the owner, writing down a document that says, this is what, this is my lane. These are the things that I do. And then realizing that everything else that happens in the business basically has to be somebody else's responsibility. Mm -hmm. That's a huge benefit. Mm -hmm. And we all know that if everybody goes home at night and there's something that needs to be done or something that needs to be taken care of, Mm -hmm. the owner, the founder is going to have to do it. Right. Right. But having that definition, boy, that's so, so helpful. And just like a contract, you know, a, a contract really isn't something that's enforceable as much as it makes the two parties figure out what they're actually agreeing on. So if that that job description is contract with yourself and with the business, boy, that's really, really helpful. Really, Hmm. really helpful.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I think we can leave people with that. Just really acknowledging, you know, what that is that you should not be doing and that you should get somebody else for, um, and, and actually making decisions from that list. I think that is definitely powerful. Thanks for sharing that. And here now, I see some comments, by the way, Kathy. And now some comments are coming in. Oh, okay. Um, Kathy says strategic plan for roles sounds very powerful. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, idea.
0: definitely. Jahane. Hi, Jahane. I hope, uh, hope you're staying cool up there. Um, mm-hmm. you're describing job description for each member of the team, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like that is something that you almost have to do continuously. And those job descriptions for extra credit have to coordinate well together. So everything that the business does has to be covered in some way by all those job descriptions hmm
1: and if we're missing something there that should be figured out right away before you get to doing that.
0: What yes, you to be doing? yes, because going back to working on your business as opposed to working for it, it can't be as a founder entrepreneur that everything that isn't covered by those job descriptions you have to do at exactly. night because there's not going to be enough time to figure out how to guide the ship. Exactly. So we're screaming into the last minute. Thank you Perfect. guys for your comments. Any parting words?
1: I think what we haven't discussed, and I'll just keep it short, is getting mm-hmm. feedback on on this. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. good to acknowledge your own point. limits. But I guess we all have blind spots in this, right? So I think starting with getting feedback on where should I not be spending my time? Where do you think somebody else should step in? I think that's super powerful to start with.
0: Yeah, that's a really great point. I think people will be better off thinking it that way the other the the last thing i want to add is it's part psychological and part practical it's Mm. part your ego holding on to things and it's part well who's the best person to do this does this make sense
1: right right when is
0: a good time for your growth creating these descriptions
1: Mm. just
0: like realist buying real estate yesterday yeah Beforehead. Like there's absolutely like, and you can make them Jahane, you can make them very, very simple. And even if you have three people, some sort of something that's written that says, Hey, this is your thing. This is my thing. This is his thing. That makes a huge, huge difference. Right. Thank you Perfect. everybody for attending. Thank you for the questions. And next week, Rochelle. Special, special edition. Special edition. Michelle is going to post a video at our regular time because mm-hmm. it's Thanksgiving in America, which means I have the day off.
1: You should. Yeah. Yes. And we're going to be talking about being thankful and being staying thankful. thankful yes. yes. Yeah. So we'll be posting that around the same time as usual. Yeah.
0: All right. Thank you, everybody. And we will talk to you in two weeks, but also being have a video weeks. for you next week. Perfect. Thank you,
1: Jane. See you.